All right, everyone, before we dive into today's episode, I just want to let you know that we got new microphones and we had some sound issues, so I apologize in advance. It sounds a little funky, but doesn't change the message. So just keep that in mind as you're listening to today's episode. Well, hello, teachers, and welcome back to another episode of the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. Caitlin here with you. Hey, guys, it's Jessica. And we are going to be talking about what's preventing you from having your best school year yet. So this is going to kind of maybe push the boundaries a little bit of our comfort level and get us thinking and looking outside the box and really having to put aside our own ego, right? Our own sense of self in a big way. Maybe some tough love in this episode. Yeah. And I think that that's powerful. You know, sometimes we need that. I don't know. You played sports, right? In high school. I did. I played field hockey in high school. (laughs) And, you know, I played basketball and softball. I was a high school basketball coach when I taught at the high school. And a lot of the times, the moments that my kid, my, my players really started to like meet that level of ability that I knew that they were capable of happened when we push ourselves to the, to the boundaries, right? And we push ourselves mm-hmm. outside of that comfort level when we grow. So I think that this is going to be a really good one and we'll get you thinking for sure. Um, before we dive in now, what'd you say? I just said, agreed. I'm excited yeah. for this episode. <laughs> um, but before we dive in though, I want to talk to you guys. We want to talk to you guys about uh, we finally have the dates all squared away, childcare is taken care of, and we have a whole brand new kind of workshop masterclass experience, really, that we've set up for you guys. And we're doing a masterclass called Three Proven Strategies to Engage Your Students in Your ELA Classroom. And along with that masterclass, we have a Facebook group with bonus trainings, free downloads, we do giveaways, maybe you've participated in one of these in the past before. And they're just so much fun. I'm really excited for this. Me so, too. It ties in perfectly. If you want this to be your best school year yet, like this experience is perfect for you. Yeah. You so many strategies, so many fun things you can do with your students. Yeah. So that whole experience. So the Facebook group opens up on September 17th and we have three different masterclass dates for you to choose from when you go to sign up. And you can find all of the information, all of the sign-up info, dates, how to get into the Facebook group, all of that stuff. If you go to ebacademics.com forward slash engaging ELA, and you'll notice that like the theme is really engagement, right? That's what we're all about, engagement and rigor. And Jessica, what's the reason that, like, why is that our, our, our motto basically? Sure. So we want our students to master the ELA standards, right? That's what every teacher wants of their kids. But to do that, we truly believe you need engagement. Rigor is going to be there when you hit those standards. But if your students aren't buying into what you're teaching and they're not having fun, that honestly means nothing to them. We want them to be so excited in class that they are just like, what are we doing next? What are we doing tomorrow? And that's why we think engagement and rigor go hand in hand. Hand in hand. And when your kids are excited to come to class, you are excited to come to class and for sure such a difference in your life. I'm sure that you've had a day or if you haven't, hopefully you will after coming to our masterclass and our experience, but there's probably been a day in your teaching career where you've woken up and you were like, Oh, I can't wait to get to school. Right. And we want that to happen on a consistent basis. That shouldn't be once in a blue moon. That should be the norm for you, for your students. It makes such a difference in your life when you are stoked to get out of bed and go to class each day with your kids. Absolutely. Confident to teach, excited. Like your whole day is just better. Yeah. And you walk out and you're like, I just crushed it. That was a great day with my kids. (laughs) And I'm ready to do it again tomorrow. (laughs) Exactly. 
All right, so again, to join us in that experience, pick one of your dates for the masterclass, join us in the Facebook group, participate in the bonus trainings, the giveaways, all of the fun stuff. It's gonna be a fabulous experience for you. Go to ebacademics.com forward slash engaging ELA and sign up and we will see you in there. Okay, so with that being said, let's jump into today's episode. What's preventing you from having your best school year yet? Do you wanna kind of start us off, Jess? Sure. I think like we're in back to school time, right? When this is airing, it's September 8th. I don't know when you're listening to it, but we're still in that, those initial weeks of getting started with school. And there's a lot of fear, a lot of unknown about this school year. Are you in the classroom? Are you, you know, teaching from home? Is it a hybrid situation? No matter what the case, there's a lot of anxiety and kind of a lot of negativity going on in teacher Facebook groups, if we're honest, right? A lot of complaining going on. Yeah. So it's easy to get sucked into that and say, oh, this is going to be a hard year. This is going to be a tough year. But we're kind of flipping that and saying, well, why? Why not make this your absolute best year yet? And that's absolutely possible. So we're going to encourage you today to paint that vision and tell yourself, all right, that's it. This is the best year I'm going to have teaching. And so we're going to kind of walk you through that today. Yeah. And this kind of goes into, you and I have been listening to some podcast episodes recently about manifesting, right? Oh yeah. Manifesting (laughs) what you want into your life and like all kinds of capacities, like strange ways that you can really manifest, like whatever you want is what you can have and what you like really truly believe is going to be brought into your life is going to be what is brought into your life. And so you can be really intentional about that, right? Or if you're not intentional, you might unknowingly be manifesting something into your life, into this school year that is going to be detrimental to your year, to your experience, to your mindset, to how you show up and who you are throughout the school year. And so, I mean, I get it. Like it has been insanely challenging since we have been in quarantine, thinking about school for our own kids and trying to run a business and being a stay-at-home mom and a work-at-home mom and a wife and all mm-hmm. the responsibilities, especially I feel like um, as, a, as a mom, right, as a, as a woman right now, it is very challenging. And so it's not to take away from that at all. It's just to look at the situation and the circumstances differently and maybe manifest for ourselves something entirely beautiful in a very challenging moment. Love it. You know what I'm manifesting right now? This is kind of funny because I'm really into the whole manifesting (laughs) thing. I text Caitlin all the time about this stuff. Um, So we're going to Santa Barbara this weekend. And at first I was like, oh my goodness, I'm going to be in the car for five hours with three kids and it's going to be crazy. But I'm telling myself, no, it's going to be a wonderful road trip. They're going to get along. They're not going to argue. And I'm already feeling like lighter and better about this trip coming up. I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah, I was going to say, and you got to let us know how it goes. But you really have to believe that it's going to be a calm, mellow, wonderful car ride with you. Absolutely. And it is. It's going to be. reality now. It is. Yep. That's your reality. I love it. And that's what will manifest for you. Yep. Okay. Okay, So so let's dive in. We have four, right? We have four points we're going to be talking about. We do. So to get started, what's preventing you from having your best school year yet? Well, the first one is really the how. And what we mean by that is the, the, I don't know how to do something, or I want my students to do blank, but I don't know how to teach them that. So I can't do it, right? So, so many of us have equated that what's possible for us is somehow related to our current level of knowledge on how to do something, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I don't know how to get my students to write over distance learning. Mm -hmm. So I'm just not going to be able to do it successfully. Mm -hmm. 
and I know this would have been me. I don't know how to use the ins and outs of Google Classroom, so I'm just not going to use it or I'm not going to use it to its full capacity, mm -hmm. right? Or if I'm back in the classroom. I don't know how to keep my students engaged this year because I can't do group work or I can't do the projects that I used to love doing with them because, you know, they're six feet apart and they have dividers up on their desks or whatever it is. So I can't do it. I don't know how. Well, we need to train ourselves to think like it's 2020 right now, right? It's not like there's a shortage of information out there. There's guides, there's tutorials to help us. Caitlin, I know you created a bunch of distance learning tutorials to mm -hmm. help walk teachers through Google Classroom use, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So research it, get some help, ask around, and change that limiting belief that we might hold that here's what I know how to do and here's what I don't know how to do, okay? Don't separate it. Just say, okay, I'm going to figure it out, okay? Um, so if you're not letting what you want or excuse me, if you're letting what you want and what you can have and what you can't have be determined by what you know how to do already right now, then frankly, you shouldn't be a teacher. I know that is like tough, tough love, love, right? right? To gut. Yep. But we're putting yeah. it aside as we're listening. Yes. <laughs> but as teachers, we have to grow and we have to adapt with the times. Things change every single year. It's just that this year, a whole lot has changed all at once. And that's one thing I actually want to praise teachers for. And this mm -hmm. is something that I feel like we've talked about before too, is we are inherently flexible as teachers. We are inherently like, okay, that didn't work. We're going to try something else. Right. And I think this year, the biggest challenge is that there's so much change all at once. And there's so many other factors that are affecting us. But if we can look at it like, okay, all right. This is what I'm, you know, I'm excited. Mm -hmm. I'm going to learn this new thing. I'm going to implement it in my classroom. It's going to make such a difference regardless if I'm in the classroom. Like just changing that mindset, just changing our attitude and our approach to something as hard as it might be is going to be a huge key in helping you have that successful year with your kids. Right. And I think we need to acknowledge that at some point, Everything was new to us. Mm -hmm. We didn't know how to do something, whether it was, you know, tying our shoes, learning how to drive, or your first year in the classroom, you know, figuring things out. Totally. It was all new at once, but you figured it out and you learned and you grew. So at what point did we decide like, okay, that's it. <laughs> Not I'm done learn with learning. Else. Yeah. Right? And we get it. Like, Caitlin, you were just saying, like, this year, it's overwhelming. There's a lot to learn, whether it's technology or different learning teaching platforms, whatever it is. Right? We'll choose one, focus on one and give yourself some, some grace, learn it and then apply it in the classroom. Yeah. It right? doesn't have to be this like, what, like freight, like steam train, like just barreling down at you. <laughs> yeah. of like, I feel like that's what it feels like for a lot. I have to learn this I, and this and this. Yeah. <laughs> and I can feel that energy from our, from teachers, you know, in the online mm -hmm. space, it's like, it's affecting me almost, you know, and right. like, reading everything. And so it's almost like, step away. Don't go into the Facebook group. Totally. Don't let that information determine what you are capable of and what you can do and create for yourself and changing this mindset and being like, you know what? I, I can lose. I can learn Google Classroom. Yeah. And I know Jessica, that for you would be really hard, but maybe it wouldn't be now with your new mindset. Totally. Right? I'm going to think that for myself. Yes. And I would know myself too. And I would say, okay, you know what? I'm going to take on Google Classroom. Maybe I won't be creating a Bitmoji classroom right away, right? Like that's other level for me, <laughs> but one thing at a time. Yeah. And yeah. I think this totally ties in with our students, right? What do we do when our kids say like, I don't know how to do that. 
I can't do it, whatever it may be. Well, we tell them, okay, you can't do it yet. That key word, right? Yet. And we talk all about growth mindset and we've got to keep trying and we're going to learn. Well, we need to kind of tell ourselves that same thing. Mm -hmm. And if you do that, well, then who knows what this year might bring, right? Mm -hmm. Like this could be truly your best year yet because, oh my gosh, wow, Google Classroom, it's amazing. Now I'm going to use it every year or whatever the case may be, yeah. whatever you take on. It could totally so that's your first one. This year might be the year, the catalyst for you that completely transforms who you are as a teacher, how you teach in your classroom. This might be the year that you look back five, 10 years from now and mm -hmm. you're like, that, that's the year that changed everything. everything. What if we looked at it like that? As opposed, like I get, trust me, I get it. The stress levels, like the anxiety around, like I understand I am there with you. But what if we looked at it differently? What does that do for us? Right? It changes everything. And not only what does it do for us, but what does that do for our students when we're showing up with that mindset of this is our best year together? Yeah. yeah. Amazing. I love it. I'm, in, I'm inspired right now. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, nice. I like it. Okay. So then number two, moving on to number two about what might be preventing you from having your best year yet. And that's the lies that we might be telling ourselves about our own capabilities, right? We might be saying to ourselves, you know, I'm, I'm not capable of handling distance learning. I can't teach remotely or teaching A group and B group and hybrid model, going back to the classroom, being in the classroom completely, not being able to teach like I did in the past years. I'll think about what your mind is hearing. If those are the things that you're telling yourself, what narrative are you forming for yourself in your life? If these are the subconscious thoughts and even the conscious thoughts that you have, I don't have it in me. I don't have what it takes. I can't do this in learning. What's going to happen to you? What's going to happen for you? That, that is going to become your reality. And so we need to stop telling ourselves these lies right? These are lies. What did we just talk about? The fact that we can learn anything. Most of us listening to this podcast episode probably have some sort of a degree, right? We went to college in some capacity. Maybe some of us have master's degrees. We can learn stuff, right? And who we are and who you are is infinite potential. Think of all of the, have you reached your maximum potential right now? I sure as heck hope not, right? You are capable of having that best teaching year yet. And Jessica and I were talking about this earlier. They're like, maybe this school year is just gonna be like an experiment for what you're capable of, what you wanna bring into your classroom. You need to maybe be continually asking yourself, what else am I capable of, right? Once you discover, like imagine this, this, this bridge, right? That you're on one side or a wall, whatever it is, and you're on one side and you don't know how to use Google Classroom when you're on that side. You're going to learn Google Classroom, learn Google Classroom, learn Google Classroom, et cetera. On the other side of that wall, on the other side of that bridge, is the you who has learned Google Classroom. And not only have you learned it, you've mastered it. And you look back at that person on the other side of the bridge or on the other side of that wall or that person three months prior and look at how much you've grown. Wow. What are you capable of? Right? So much. And so give yourself that like vision for yourself. In three months, where am I going to be? What else am I going to know? What else is going to be a part of my teaching repertoire that wasn't there right now, right? Give yourself that. Like, it's a beautiful, it's that manifestation, really, that you can be doing for yourself and what you are truly capable of. Sorry, I just talked really intense there. 
I love it. Now I'm feeling inspired. <laughs> awesome. Good job. Yeah, it's really <laughs> try new things, right? If you wanted to try an escape room, try an escape room this year. There's tons of digital ones out there you can find, right? Yes. Like, let this be the year you do it. And if it's an experimental, like give yourself the permission to experiment, right? We're never going to know if something's going to work unless we try it. Right. And we can't just sit there and overthink. And Jessica, this is so applicable to us. We're overthinkers. Oh yeah. <laughs> Total overthinkers. There's like, forget it. If we don't put it out there, if we don't try it, we're never going to know. You have to test it. You have to experiment with it. And the same thing goes for anything that you're doing with your students. You try an escape room, it might fall flat and be terrible. And so what? Who cares? You tried, right? And now you know for the next time. And we talk about this too, is that, you know, success is the worst teacher because we don't learn anything from our successes. And so really, if we're failing, what are we doing? We are learning so much. So if you quote unquote fail, find the lesson. What are you meant to walk away with and learn? Okay. Next Moving one. on. Moving Next on. <laughs> so point number three, preventing you from having your best school year yet. And this kind of ties in with what you were saying earlier, Caitlin, and it's that negative talk. This is all the talk we're doing to ourselves that truly gets in the way of getting our job done, right? It's that I'm not the best. I'm not the expert. I'm not good enough at technology. That teacher down the hall for me is better than I am, whatever it is. So again, some more tough love. Stop making it about you. This is not about you, right? When you paint your vision for this school year and you say, all right, this is going to be the best school year yet, it's about the kids, okay? It's about how you're making that world, the world actually, the, a better place, right? By educating these children, by providing them with stability and an engaging, rigorous, fun experience this year. So get out of your own way and keep your eye on your vision for the year. And that's what we really want you to do. Nail down a vision today. This is my best school year yet. What is that going to look like? Well, it's going to look like my students meeting the standards or mastering the standards. It's going to look like my students having fun and being excited about class. And if that's your vision, then you keep your eye on that prize and you don't sweat the small stuff. Mm -hmm. You don't get bogged down by the negative talk from your colleagues or from those around you. You say, nope, I'm planning all my lessons to get my kids to master those standards, to have fun, and I'm not wasting my time on the other stuff. And it becomes about something bigger than you, right? When you like, let's go deep. When you think about life, you know, like what is our, what is our purpose here? You know, what, why do I, why do I exist? You know? And I think about that a lot with what we do at EB Academics. I mean, we've, we've talked about this um, before and that, you know, when we founded the business, we founded EB Academics six years ago. We said, it is not about us. It is not about our feelings. It is not about us getting our emotions in the way. It is about helping teachers and helping students, period. So all of that other ego, all of that other negative self-talk, all of that other stuff, that noise is irrelevant when you are focused on that one vision that you have. Everything becomes about that, and that is what is going to really, truly help you have your best year yet. Remove that negative talk, remove that negative self-talk, you know, and just, and, and completely transform the type of school year that you have the capability of having, but only you can do that for yourself, right? Jessica and I, we can sit here all day long and talk about this all day long, but you are the one who's going to make that choice and who's going to make that decision. All right. Should we move on to the last point? Let's do it. Okay. So think about some of other visions, right? The other visions that you have 
you might have that main vision of, of focusing on your best year yet. My students are going to master the writing standards this year. Maybe that's going to be your focus. Or I'm really going to focus on building community and caring about my students. Whatever it is, I want you to really become present to where your attention is. Think about, like, really, like, get real with yourself. Again, tough love. Where is your attention? Where are you spending a good portion of your time? Are you, you know, focused on worry and anxiety and stress, which I get. Trust me, I'm a worrier. I have anxiety. I get stressed just because the same. We get that. But you have to be intentional about it. If we're putting our attention on worry, what is our future going to have? Worry. And why are we even worrying? Because there's nothing we can do about the future. You know, I was listening to a great podcast episode recently where they were talking about fear of flying. And it, it spoke so, so much to me because I am very afraid of flying. And I've taken fear of flying classes and it's really helped me. And one of the biggest things is, is when you sit on the plane and there's turbulence and you are worried about the plane crashing because of turbulence, is your worry, is you sitting there worrying, stressed out, anxiety, like sweat dripping from the palms of my hands, is that going to make the plane not crash if it's going to crash? No. Right? I have no control. I have no control. And so when we're putting our worry, our anxiety, our stress, all of our attention out there, we're scrolling through Facebook, we're reading teacher rants, we're complaining about the unknown with our colleagues. Well, guess what future you just created for yourself? Guess what vision your subconscious is focusing on? A negative year. And so it's time to shut that down, right? Literally make the decision right here, right now. I'm not going to worry about anything. There's nothing I can do. I don't have control, right? And if you need to have control over something, which I do, focus on what you can control, right? And take action with that. You yes. can control getting on Facebook. You can control swiping to see what news story pops up on your phone every morning and brings in that negativity. Like, mm -hmm. stop. <laughs> yes. So your vision this year, if you can't come up with one, maybe you have one right now already in your mind, but if you can't come up with one, the vision this year, the, the mantra that you're going to tell yourself over and over and over again is that this is going to be the best school year yet. And if you keep telling yourself and you lean into that and you truly believe that at your core, guess what is going to happen for you? It is going to be your best school year yet. Your students are going to be mastering the standards. You're going to be engaging them in rigorous activities. You'll be more efficient with your instruction time. You'll be finding creative ways to get your kids reading and writing. All incredible things that you will have manifested for yourself simply by changing your vision, your focus, and what you're really putting your attention into. Chills. I love it. <laughs> awesome. Um, so let's have our best year yet, right? Yes. Like, Cheers let's to go that. do it. Cheers to that. And to help you do that, let's, you know, come be a part of our positive community, join our experience in our Facebook group. I, I feel like there's so much positive energy whenever we do these, these Facebook groups, I get excited. Teachers get like, it's just a beautiful thing to like feed off of that energy. Right. Um, sure. so I want to invite you guys again to sign up, go to ebacademics.com forward slash engaging ELA, pick one of the masterclass dates, join us in that Facebook group. Um, and just come be a part of and kind of see what this looks like, right? What is this going to look like this school year for you? Um, so with that being said, we'll see you next week on the podcast. Have a great week, everyone. Bye, guys.